Welcome, it's um, Domain Dave from CheapWineFinder.com with another wine review and a few topics to talk about today. Uh, what's the name of this one? Let me grab the bottle. Juggernaut Hillside Cabernet Sauvignon 2019. It's a wine by Bogle, um, a wine family-owned wine company out of Clarksburg, uh, AVA, which is a little bit uh, south of Sacramento, a little bit out of the way. It's um, Bogle's kind of put Clarksburg on the map. It, it used to be a, an AVA that sold their grapes to everybody else to, to make wine. And they're starting to make their own wine, though this probably is not from Clarksburg. This is a label from Bogle. This is a separate label. The uh, And the hillside is important because the vineyards they pick the uh, grapes from all are hillside grapes. And most of the great wine regions of the world are in a river valley or foothills of mountains. Um, being on a slope is important for wine. Uh, for one thing, if grapes need to struggle a little bit, that doesn't need a lot of water, doesn't need a lot of nutrients. And a slope, when it rains, the water runs downhill, doesn't stay, the, the roots get a drink, but just for a short time. And that water also flushes the nutrients out of the soil. Take a sip, this is a good wine. At least the kind of wine I like. Also, the this being um, of the vines, lets the sun hit each one, um, each row equally, so you don't get a taller vine blocking the sun for shorter ones. It's being stepped down makes a difference. So that's what Hillside's all about. Now, Hillside isn't everything. It's I had a winemaker one time tell me that his vineyard was... The the, um, the edge of his vineyard was on top of the hill. And his vineyard ran down one side, and another man's vineyard went down the other. And that his wives were way better than the other ones, because he got the uh, afternoon sun. The other guy got the morning sun, and you want the afternoon sun. So there's different how the... How the hillside is situated, all those things are important. This is a hillside Cabernet, and it's delicious. It's one of those, it's got, a label is this beast, kind of a wild lion-looking beast on it, and it's kind of like those um, fantasy art you see, uh, usually a warrior, bikini-clad warrior woman fighting a demon. It has that element. Plus it has this kind of Japanese art from the 18th and 19th century. I think there's that one painting of the big wave about to swamp those boats and there's no shadows. Everything is just these very stark but cool colors. And this kind of has those elements. It's more than what you would expect in a wine label that didn't have to be this cool. Well, I liked it anyway. Which goes on to, can you choose a wine by the label? Especially if you don't know what you're buying. The, the answer is yes. Um, 
But you got to remember what your your the store you buy from. The wines are vetted. If it's uh, an import, a wine from another country, an importer checked it out and liked it. A distributor checked it out and liked it. The store owner checked it out and liked it. So by the time it got on your shelf, for you to pick on, I mean, it's a bunch of people said this wine's okay. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to like every single one of them. I mean, there's a zillion wines because everybody likes a different wine. But there are clues you can pick up. I mean, if you're... I mean, in all wines, the label means something. Now, like a classic wine, like a Camus, you know, if you see Camus on the label, even though it doesn't matter what it looks like, you know what a Camus is, or Newton, you know what Newton is, or Dow. Those family-owned vineyards are going to say something. They tell you who they are because they have a tradition. But brands, and there's a lot of brands nowadays, brands want to bring you in, want to want to give you a hint to what's going on and this big bold but detailed and kind of well-produced beast on the cover is a big bold well-produced wine i mean it, what you get in the label is what you get in the bottle i mean i always joke um that i never had a bad skull or skeleton wine because that usually tells me that the wine's gonna be fun it's gonna be big and juicy, maybe a little spicy. It might push the um, the boundaries of what is balanced. Sometimes not, but it might. But it'll be a whole lot of fun to drink. So that, you know, and, and I, I, I remember uh, walking to the store a while back and there was a Pinot Grigio from Italy. And it had a Vespa motor scooter with a woman in his very Sophia Loren 1959 dress on it. I was like, oh, that looks like it's a sunny day in Italy, having a great time, and it was. It was an inexpensive wine, but it told me what it was going to be. And wine, you know, if it's a classic kind of label, it might be a classic Merlot, you know, just just California, or just an Italian wine. You know, if it's a little bit, um, it's a little bit adventuresome or a little bit fun, it's going to give you hints of what you're buying. So the label does, I mean, especially when you don't know the wine at all, um, the label should give you hints. This isn't a used car lot where they're trying to trick you into something. Once you buy a wine, they want you to come back and buy it again. So in the, in the wine shop, they don't want to give you a wine that you're fooled at. I mean, and it is, you can get fooled on these wines. That is a possibility. You can't think it's one thing and it turns out to something else. But the label, they, especially the brand wines, they, they take a lot of time telling you what's going on. So this is a kind of a fantasy fun wine, but it's really well executed. The Juggernaut Hillside Cabernet 2019 is kind of a fun fantasy kind of wine. It's spicy and rich, but it's really well executed. And that's it for me. You can judge a book by a cover, and you can drink a wine by the label. And uh, like us where you like podcasts, we will. Thank you for listening. And I got more coming up. We always do. So I'll be talking to you. Adios and bye-bye.